Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Phase Zero Season 2 Episode 35 is starting right now. Welcome to the show. I am in Anaheim, California today, and I'm very excited for today's show because not only are we talking about Disney's D23 Expo and all the predictions, all the expectations, everything that Marvel Studios is going to have. We're going to spoil it for you right here. No, we're not going to do that, but we are going <laughs> to try our best to be accurate. Uh, we also have a very special guest in the second half of the show it's gonna be madison herself patty guggenheim is talking about she hulk with us it's gonna be epic i'm brandon davis joined today by aaron perrine what's up guys if the drums hit a little bit harder today we pumped them in from earth 33105 <laughs> it's a big day here at phase zero let's get it i'm not gonna lie i didn't hear a word you said because i'm having an issue with my headphones no. so i'm just gonna say jamie Girac <laughs> is here jenna anderson is here please introduce Hello. yourselves as if the audience doesn't already know you and love you while i stall for time and fix my hearing situation Hello, I am Jamie Girac. You know me from being a big fan of Catherine Hahn, who is in the Glass Onion trailer today alongside Jean Monet. What a beautiful thing. You guys, I don't know how we're going to fit this podcast into an hour. What a I know. Yeah, we got we to move. I got, the, I, got the, I got the sound back. We got the site. Everybody looks beautiful. Everybody awesome. sounds incredible. We got a lot to cover. We're going to go through 10 topics. This is how we're going to do today's show. We got 10 topics about the D23 Expo within the Marvel Cinematic Universe's range of possible news subjects. And we're going to rank them based on what we think, how likely it is there is news about them. There's stuff swirling online. There's all sorts of rumors. You all want to hear our thoughts. I can't believe we get paid to do this. So let's do it. All right. The first subject is Fantastic Four. This was announced at Comic-Con in 2019, right? No, this was announced on Disney's Investor Day. Yes. That was in 2019, though. 2020. It was 2020. I don't uh, even yeah. know what year. It is. What is God. today? Uh, it's we're all in a blip. Whatever. Fantastic yeah. Four was announced at Disney's Investor Day in 2020. We act like 2020 didn't happen. So technically, I wasn't wrong. Um, and uh, John Watts was directing it at the time. Now it looks like Matt Shackman's going to direct it. We got rumors swirling left and right about who is going to star in this thing. We all have our percentage guesses you're about to see on the screen. If you're listening to us, you know, in, in, uh, in audio form as a podcast, we love you for it. Please give us a five-star review. You won't be able to see these beautiful graphics, but you will be able to hear how likely we think it is we get any news at all. I'm pretty high on this one. So, Peter, go ahead and reveal the percentages for everybody on Fantastic Four. Oh, highly likely from everybody. I say 100%, and Aaron Perrin also says 100%. Jenna has a 95% and Jamie has a 90%. The rule was before the show, whoever has the highest percentage will have to, will have to talk first. I've talked a lot already, Aaron, since we have the same score, what do you think? Why do you, why'd you put a hundred percent in there? 
I just felt like there's something in the water. You get the Shackman announcement. You've got all this wild speculation, reckless speculation on the internet <laughs> about any casting. It feels like it's absolutely going to happen. Like it, of all the things that could happen on Saturday, I feel like this one is the most likely of the ones that I think we have. So yeah. What's your- I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot for a prediction. Cause I'm going to share mine. I, if I'm at a hundred, I got to come with a prediction. What do you think we get? Just confirmation of what's already been rumored. I think we get all four cast members and I think we get, Oh no, actually no. I think we get all five cast members. That's, that's my bold prediction. I think we get doom. I think we get doom too. Oh, saucy. I think we get two cast members. Oh. I think we get Reed Richards and Sue Storm and we get the director, Matt Shackman. I'm, I'm all in on Matt Shackman's directing this thing. I think that's going to be true. Uh, but I think we get two cast members and that leaves us with so much more room for speculation, which we love. It pays the bills. Uh, Jenna, you got a 95%. I... I, I just didn't put anything at 100% because it's like, I don't want to be definitively sure and then be proven wrong. But I agree with everything the two of you said. I feel like this is incredibly likely. Having Shackman announced as director in the trades like a couple weeks ago basically proves they're working on something. And if you've been on the internet for two seconds in the past week, you've seen speculation about who's playing who. I like Brandon's idea of them only announcing two cast members, but I also would hate that because I just want all four of them to be cast and for us to move on. Because it's like Fantastic Four fan casting has gotten so wild at this point i just want to see who's playing all four of them not gonna lie i'm still on the krasinski emily blunt train i'm still on it i know i know i want that aerospace engineer prophecy jamie 90 percent. what you thinking i'll just say this is my highest percentage of the day uh and but same as jenna who am i to say 100 percent? you bold bold, bold people. Uh, uh, but I have nothing to add. Everything you guys said, uh, I, I agree with. Well, I'm just so happy to put this to rest. I'm so over this speculation. <laughs> Jamie, what you, what, you, what you don't know is Mickey Mouse himself texted Aaron and I. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. The text said, oh, fantastic. Oh, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Before Mickey shows up, I'm too close <laughs> to his house here for, to be talking so loud. Uh, all right, let's move on. Well, I don't even remember what the next topic is. We're going to go by the graphic. Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3. We got a Hot Toys figure in the photo because it is incredible, and I love Peter's selection there. Deadpool 3, nice work on the logo. That is an unofficial logo. That is Phase Zero Art. Graphic design is our passion here at Phase Zero. I think Peter does a great job on the thumbnails, so I love love seeing a little respect for Peter in the comments section. Uh, All right. All right. Let's hear it. Let's see what everybody said about Deadpool 3. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, oh, I'm the highest. Oh, Aaron, me and Aaron clashing, clashing. All right. So for everybody who's listening, I got a 75% likeliness that we hear something about Deadpool 3. Jenna's got a 65. Aaron's got a 25%. Aaron, not betting on the Deadpool pony. And Jamie (laughs) with a 70%. All right. I'm at the top there. I just think we're going to get a release date. I think, think, you know, this is the first D23 since... Disney bought Fox. I'm almost, I mean, come on, we're going to get Avatar, right? So why not do the other Fox property that everybody wants to hear about, which is Deadpool. Uh, I think Deadpool is very likely going to get a release that I think Ryan Reynolds himself shows up in costume and announces Deadpool three is coming. And then they're going to be like, Oh wait, we got to write this thing. So they'll figure it out. But, uh, uh, so 70%, Jamie, what do you think? What, what do you want from this? 
It's it's been such a long time coming. I feel like it's it's gotta happen more so than other things. I'm still at a seventy. You know, I'm realizing that I didn't put any fives in my numbers because I forgot that that was a, a thing. <laughs> you uh, could have put a one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight, nine as well. You know, yeah. sometimes I, I was just trying to be as simple as possible, <laughs> uh, and, and now I'm like, no, you know what? I agree with Brandon. Seventy five percent. Oh um, no, yeah, I I think that uh, it's it just seems more likely than a lot of other things because we it's just we've been waiting for so long like another so, one it's like let's give it to us honestly Deadpool 3 is going to hit that Black Adam territory before long and having been in development forever yeah. and then it's like wait a second they're actually doing this thing uh, yeah alright uh, Jenna 65 what do you want from this what are you thinking I, I echo what you said. I, I could see like just having Ryan Reynolds on stage at D23 and getting to have that energy. That was something I expected them to do at San Diego. And I understand why they didn't. But I feel like that's the perfect thing to like have everyone at D23 eating out of the palm of your hand. I could also see them maybe confirming one other cast member, whether it's like somebody who we've already met in the first two movies or somebody entirely new. Like I wouldn't put that past them either. What if they just announced this as Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe? That oh. would be... That'd be unreal. That would be great. <laughs> now I don't want anything less. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, you don't think it's very likely. What, what do you, what's uh, going on? Uh, my wind horse meme be darned. Uh, I, I thought we were going to get this at Comic-Con and it did not happen. Mm. I, I am leery. This is probably one of the ones that, that I rated lower that I'm the most scared of because when you've got Ryan Reynolds posted thirst traps on Instagram, something <laughs> is afoot. Something's mm. happening. I just don't know what it is. He's buying um, another soccer team. Yeah. Find another <laughs> welcome to Rexham part two. <laughs> Deadpool three. Welcome to Rexham. <laughs> it's just the Marvel characters playing soccer against each other, and that's the movie. I mean, you gotta wonder how many sips of aviation gin Disney will allow. You know? Yeah. You gotta wonder. But I think this is pretty pretty likely, not impossible, and not a sure thing. All right. What's our next one? We got X-Men, right? Yes. I think we're gonna talk about X-Men next. We are Marvel Studios, the X-Men. Oh, I think this one's going to be saucy here on the on the numbers. Peter, Peter, show us our numbers. Oh, wow. Wow. I, I used an odd number there just for Jamie's <laughs> sake. I got a three percent here. Numbers. I, I can actually count to three. I know it's surprising for some for some of you to hear. I can do that. Uh, but yeah, three percent for me on X-Men. Jenna with a 15 percent. Aaron with an 80 percent jamie at a 20 percent aaron you're on an island here <laughs> i am and I, I have i have good people on my side because when you talk to kevin feige at said yo comic-con he asked you brandon you think you want to wait that long for the x-men i don't i don't I'm, i know you don't <laughs> i don't none of us do so go ahead just announce it this can go right with the fan cast we can just check out all the boxes it could be like in my therapy app when you check off your goals and you feel great about them. That's what we're aiming for for Saturday. So I feel like, you know, it, it can just be the title. It doesn't have to have a release date. If it's somewhere in that timeline, that's dope. But I'm not expecting that. I just want the mutants on a screen. And as long as that happens, that's cool. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I, shout out to Julia with a 5% in the comment section. I love that. I love when people play along. Go ahead and drop your percentages as well in the comment section and make sure you're subscribed and hitting the thumbs up button. Uh, to who's next? Jamie, 20%. Uh, Janet, 15%. What are we thinking? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's possible, like Aaron said, like maybe a, a title or or a date, but like I, I I don't see anything beyond that, and and I'll honestly be surprised if we get something because there's so much that we already know about that we're waiting on uh, that I feel like they're saving this one, but you know, mm-hmm. you know, I hate guessing I, because I'm always <laughs> wrong, so. <laughs> I, I hope you're. I hope we're all wrong on this one, except Aaron. Yeah. I'd love to hear something about the mutants. I agree with what Jamie said. I think it's a thing of like. I feel like there will realistically be another D twenty three before we get an X Men movie, and so I feel like it, it's one of those things they could just end up re- like announcing it now. But I almost feel like they would save it till later on because we have so much else that's going on. Yeah, I, I just don't. I think it's got to be another couple of years before we hear anything about X Men projects getting moving, and I just don't know where they fit. I honestly wished we were getting Avengers versus X Men before Secret Wars, but uh, maybe maybe that's what follows Secret Wars to get us back at the box office. Because what's left after that? How do you top it? Avengers My- versus. What? My co-hosts just want content, y'all. That's what they want. They want us to be able to talk about what are the X-Men coming for I'm this saying. entire year yeah. and the, then the gaps between our rewatch podcasts. Well, I mean, yeah. listen, we had a mutant gene, right? All right. Let's uh, let's move it to number four. Number four, what do we got? What is our, our Avengers, the Kang Dynasty and or Avengers Secret Wars? Avengers 5 and 6, the Phase 6 movies, which come out six months apart, which I'm still skeptic of actually happening. I heard the Russo brothers nearly died trying to make Infinity War and Endgame, and all of Hollywood had no actors available for other movies for a year straight. So I don't know if they're going to be able to pull this off in such quick succession. But uh, anyway, that's not what this is about. This is percentage chance we get news. I say... Oh, Aaron. Wow. Aaron is the opposite today. Wow. Wow, yeah, I'm I'm at a hundred percent on this. I think it, there's no chance we don't hear something about these movies. Jenna's got an eighty percent. Aaron has a ten percent, and Jamie has a forty percent. All right, I'm optimistic, so I'll go first. Death and Daniel Craig is one hundred percent going to be out there announced as the Kang Dynasty director. I'm not going to be shocked if they have something else because I remember at D23 back in 2019. We all wanted the Infinity War trailer and they brought the Russo brothers out there and they were like, we're hard at work. You know, we're doing this, we're doing that. You know, we wanted to show you something, but we just want to take a look back at the MCU and that's all we can do. And they played this footage, which was like a montage of previous films. And then that led into like this epic Infinity War trailer. They're not trying to disappoint us out here. They know what we want. They don't have anything to show us for this yet. They didn't start filming, but they're going to, they're going to touch on it because this is the biggest project that I think Disney has in general. There is no, Star Wars movie that's announced yet. That's a whole different podcast for a different time. <laughs> uh, but that probably happens on Saturday too. But uh, I see. Yeah, I'm 100% thinking we get the director of Kang Dynasty confirmed and possibly, possibly director of Secret Wars. But but we'll see. Jenna, 80%, what you thinking? I, I echo that. I feel like they're going to bring Destin out on stage and like confirm it for real because we have so many instances with the MCU of like, yeah, this is reported in the trades, but it's a different thing when Kevin Feige like says it himself and brings the person out. And so I feel like this is one of those times. I feel like with Secret Wars, we could get a director. That feels like the kind of perfect moment to unveil a director, but I also could see them saving that and not overshadowing King Dynasty. I also could see them bringing out like a cast member or two. Like here is Brie Larson and Anthony Mackie or something like that. Like people that we know will realistically be in the event movie but like we're bringing them out and confirming like they're in it and that's that's what i would say here's robert downey jr and chris evans (laughs) oh my god you ever want to see a grown man do a cartwheel and flip out (laughs) from the tall d23 uh jamie 40 percent uh tossing it up is kind of unlikely yeah you know now that you i'm listening to you maybe i'd bump it up to a 50 or a 60 or or Maybe a 55. Uh, But, um, (laughs) you know, if they do, it's not something we don't already know. 
like you said, like, I, I think that like, we, we, we already know it's just not the official thing. Like uh, beyond that, I don't think we're getting anything new. All right. All right. Aaron says, no, Aaron says probably not. I just, I think that it's like, if everybody's going to joke around about the mutants being too far away, you know how long away freaking secret wars is like, it doesn't seem like it. Cause it's on that timeline. It's like those uh, maps of earth that we have when we were kids in elementary school. It's like, wow. Texas mm-hmm. is the size of China. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's absolutely not. Uh, so I think we get maybe, I think, funny enough, bold, and this is like stepping on next one. I think Destin comes out for something else when they obliquely reference this. Ooh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Eleven Rings coming soon. Aaron Perrine predicted it first. All right, we got to keep moving. We got we got nine minutes to wrap up this uh, D23 Expo segment, which we will talk more about on Saturday during our bonus episode following the presentation. New titles in Phase 6. There are a lot of dates in Phase 6 that are not claimed. Only Fantastic Four, Kang Dynasty, and Secret Wars exist in Phase 6 so far. Will we hear anything about something in Phase 6? I'm at 95%. Jenna's at 66, Aaron's at 80, and Jamie's at 50. I say 95 because they already said Deadpool 3 is happening, and I think that's going to be a probably a Phase 6 movie. But I definitely, I don't know, I think we're going to get something. I think they might fill this out a little bit more. It's D23. They're not going to go small. Aaron? Oh, I definitely think we're going to get something. There's not. There's no Spider-Man in the next phase and a half. Like, uh, there has to be something. There has to be something in there. There's also our good buddy, friend of the pod, Simu Liu, nowhere to be found except for in Kim Dynasty. Uh, I'm saying. He's, uh, he's got to be here. So yeah, I think we're definitely getting something. See, my one new project that I think like this has to be announced in some capacity is Wonder Man. After Ben Kingsley was reported to be cast in it like last week, we still have not had Marvel confirm this show or drop a logo or announce who's playing Wonder Man. And I feel like that show is realistically going to be in phase six. So it's like, I could see them doing a project like that where it's something that we we know, but we don't know, know that it's happening. I feel like they could announce it there. Mm-hmm. Jamie, it's a toss up. You know, I, I feel like the the girl from Drop Dead Gorgeous with a ball of yarn in her head, and she's like, I think I misunderstood the assignment. Uh, because, like, I was thinking, like, things we've never heard of for this one. So I'm going to bump up much higher, because I think you're right, everything you said. But also, Brandon, I have a bone to pick with you. I'm going back to a 90%, because on this list is not one speculation, one thing about a Scarlet Witch solo movie, and that would fall <laughs> under this category. So I'm bumping up with the hopes, the dreams, the the wishes that we get something about that in, uh, at D23. Uh, fair enough. Twitter needs an edit button and so does Jamie Girac. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Next up, we got Nova. You know who put this one on the list? It's your boy. Brandon <laughs> wanted to talk about this one. How did I, you know what? How much do you guys want to see my happiness? Wow. <laughs> Wow. There's a difference between how much we want to see you happy and how much we think we will see you happy. Wow. Yeah. They want to see me cry. I, you will, I you'll also, get it eventually. It just fair. feels, it's so late. It's going to be a phase six thing at minimum. And so it's like, I, uh-huh. I feel like there's so many other things they have to tackle first. Yeah. We don't have to talk too much about this. We did have a report that Moon Knight's writer is uh, hired to write Nova. We don't know if it's Rich Rider or Sam. I'm cool with both. I said 35%. If there's a phase six project, if they do a full phase six reveal, I think Nova's a part of it. Jenna said 50%. Aaron said 25%. Jamie said 10%. Uh, so I don't have a Nova voice marvelosity. I'll have to think more about that and get back to you. We're going to keep moving because there's not too much to say about Nova. And here's another one I put on the list just for Jamie Girac. How happy do we want Jamie Girac to be? Oh, she's got her... Uh, what is that? The, 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 oh, the Catherine Honnesense. That's fair. I bet you love that Knives Out trailer, huh? 
Ooh, honestly, the trailer was just sexy. Everybody in that movie looks good. My you missed that. She, while you were while you were doing with your audio issue, she was just talking about the trailers. So. Uh, I was killing time that way. We're yeah. gonna do uh, yeah. We're gonna do a, two bonus episodes this weekend. One about D twenty three. The second one just about the Knives Out trailer. Uh, Jamie, not the highest out of everybody. Wow. Jenna with a seventy five. I, I got a forty five. Aaron with a ten, and Jamie with a sixty. I'm trying to uh, have my expectations be normal. Uh, educated guesses educated guesses yeah 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 i feel like this is one of the disney plus shows or projects that we would get like a casting announcement in outside of ff i feel like this is realistically one of the next ones that's going to start filming and so i would not be surprised there have been so many rumors about like who the co-stars could be on this show so i feel like if you brought out any of them on stage at d23 they would like hit the nail on the head so that's why it's 75 for me that's fair that's fair i got i'm at i'm at jamie's at 60 jamie you got anything you want to see from this? Yeah, yeah, I want to be in the room and see Catherine Hahn. <laughs> this is what I want. You, I have good news for you. You will be in the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm saying, I want Catherine Hahn to also be in the room, is what I'm saying. You might have to like run backstage and switch with me so you can do that interview. <laughs> Don't tease me. No, you'll probably end up tackling her. We can't have that. I do think, I think Agatha Coven of Chaos, if we get anything, it could be like another cast member, a, a familiar, like a new character to the MCU who we know from comics uh, and something like that, or maybe the director, but that's as far as I think it could go. Aaron, 10%, pretty unlikely, huh? I, I, it's, it's like, it's going to be in there, but I don't know if they're going to say anything. There's so much stuff to fit into this presentation that I'm like, <laughs> just literally have someone carry Catherine Hahn across the stage, have her wave to us. And that's it. And there you go. <laughs> yeah. Presentation done. We're good. All right. Let's keep it moving here. We got a couple minutes before we got to take a quick break. Blade. Blade. I'm, I, my hopes are high. I don't remember what my percentage of expectation was, <laughs> <Me> though. <neither. laughs> well, I had a 55. Jenna had a 65. Oh, I still was the highest percentage. Jenna, 65%. What <laughs> do you closest. think we're going to get? What do you want to get? I feel like, again, same as Agatha, this is one of those projects that's probably going to start filming sooner than later. And like we have so many reported cast members and so much stuff swirling around this movie. I feel like if they showed us anything, even if it's just like, here's a photo of Mahershala in costume, like I feel like the internet would be happy with that. So I feel like realistically, we'll get something tied to Blade. Here's what would have happened if the camera turned around in Eternals? Uh, Aaron, yeah. Jamie, tied for 60. As most times, me and Jamie are in agreement. I feel like <laughs> this was this was announced so long ago now. Like, you forget. It was 19 Comic-Con, right? When they had yeah. Marshall out there. I mean, I feel like that's a lock. I feel like it's gonna. that's probably going to happen. I do find this interesting. As Jamie said, this is the one that we are all... The, there's only a 10% range on this one. That is a small range for us. We never agree. Uh, and I, I got 55. I like this comment from Alex Cosman 94 who said, Anthony Starr as Dracula, please. Homelander as Dracula? I mean... Oof. All right. Next up, let's go to a Disney Plus series, Daredevil Born Again. Man, 18 episodes? 18 episodes? My goodness occupy me for five months why don't you uh all right what do we got what do we got what do we got percentages 99 percent wow. for me jenna with a 45 aaron with a 60 jamie with an 80 i say very high because charlie cox is just clearly down to do anything and everything with this character and we love him for it he's doing animated daredevil for this he's the only actor from the mcu seemingly who's doing spider-man freshman year uh and he's you know he's in she hulk he was in spider-man no way home he's a legend and i do think you know why not have something already like they filmed a bunch of stuff with him already. Maybe they're just like, yo, here's Charlie Cox. Here's something. Here's what we're doing. We, we brought Kingpin back. We brought this guy back. Maybe they announce if uh, the Netflix shows are canon. Who knows? They hate answering questions like that. <laughs> uh, but one day we'll get our answers. 
Uh, Jamie's an 80%. What do you want to say? I mean, they, I just feel like it's give the people what they want. We already know enough about this show. He's coming. We all know that. Like, it just seems like an easy one to bring him out and announce a couple other actors. I, I mean, my dream would be Kristen Ritter. Uh, that's uh, what I would love to see. Um, but you know, what do I know? Nothing. <laughs> what do Nothing. I know? <laughs> Aaron's in here with a 60. Oh, I think it's totally like, like they said, you got to play the hits. Like you don't go out there and not play and not play like one of the things that everybody wants to see. Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. that's a lot too. I'll tell you what, if, if Charlie Cox is there, I will be backstage at D23 doing interviews. If anybody has questions, please send them my way. Uh, <laughs> for any of these people you think might show up, send me your questions. The questions I like to ask are the questions you like getting answered. So send it my way. Wait, Aaron, we didn't go to you yet. 60%, right? We didn't go to no, you. Here. Oh, just, yeah. oh, you just, that was okay. Jana 45, just I slightly. I'm tempering my expectations. I feel like we could get something at very least like a costume reveal or whatever, but mm. I feel like this show is still so early on. I, I don't know, but I would love to see something if it does happen. Touches on some Shadowland story or something. Yeah. All right. And our last topic here before the break, Thunderbolts. Listen, Thunderbolts is the culmination of phase five. We've seen Val. We've seen uh, some of the characters who could be showing up there and Abomination just got out of prison. It's all adding up to what percentages for all of us. I'm at 90. Oh, Jenna's at 75, Aaron's at 90, Jamie's at 80. I've been talking too much, Aaron. We're at a tie. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, it's the culmination of Phase 5. You've had a bunch of other weird speculation slash news drop about this movie. I feel like you got you to gotta roll. I feel like we're getting the whole cast, possibly, on mm -hmm. stage in this thing mm -hmm. for all of this. I, there's no way. Like, yeah, this is happening. I'm with you. I think, you know, I'm thinking back to when the Eternals marched out at D23. They had all the concept art of everybody right behind them. I think we get something like that. We get like five, six people, maybe seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 <laughs> people up there on the stage and concept art of all them as they're going to look in Thunderbolts and, uh, and a director. And I think it's going to be cool uh, if we get anything. Uh, I've been wrong before. <laughs> Jamie, 80%, anything you want, anything you expect? Agreed. Everything you guys said. Agreed. Jenna, your thoughts? Same boat. Just like bring out a couple cast members or even the entire cast. I also just have to say, Peter was already like tempering his own expectations. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. For anyone listening at home, we are watching Dancing Zemo now because of Peter's awesome graphic and video skills. Um, Peter He's so was, mad none of us mentioned Zemo. You know it. Peter <laughs> was like already so sad about us having to rate Thunderbolts. And then we all, we all rated it pretty high. So I agree. I think we'll get something. All right, y'all. Any any uh, thousand percent we all have been adjusted to say. Yeah. Uh, and, and the last thing I want to touch on real quick, Werewolf by Night. Yes. Is, if that's not announced here, is it ever going to be announced? The world I was going to say, because I was like, you didn't put it in this 10 to rank. And it's like, this yeah. is just further proving that it doesn't really exist. But I, I made a joke on Twitter today. I need this to be confirmed. And this seems like the place to do it. So. Well, even though I had no reason to put Nova on this list, I still felt the need <laughs> yeah, over to. Yeah, Overstar the Witch, come on. Seriously. <laughs> So listen, there's been news. All right, guys, we're going to take a one minute break. And when we come back, it is spoilers for She-Hulk episode four with Madison with two N's and a Y, but it's not where you think. Patty Guggenheim's on the show. Phase zero in just a minute. See you then.
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Welcome back to Phase Zero, Season 2, Episode 35. This is the She-Hulk Episode 4 discussion portion of the series, of the show. And we have a very special guest joining us now on BD with Jenna, Aaron, and Jamie, as you know it. We got Patty Guggenheim. Madison is on Phase Zero. Hi. Yes. <laughs> I was even doing a little Madison intro there. We appreciate that. <laughs> I, was, I was, how are you? Thank you for, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course. I was looking at your IMDb profile earlier today and I noticed that the number one title that like it says you're known for is Florida Girls. And I was like, oh. well, this makes perfect sense. <laughs> right? Fort Lauderdale is catching Fort up La- with you. Right? It, all, it comes so full circle. Everything comes back to Florida, baby. <laughs> are, are, we, are you actually, are, you're not, are you from Florida originally? No. No, okay. I'm not. Okay. No, I was like, I'm you know, not, I'm from so. Florida, and I cackled when uh, when that line came out. Because <laughs> I, I was like, "Yep, she's from where Florida." Where are you from? I'm from Sarasota, Florida. Okay, I've uh, been to Sarasota. Yeah. That's where that was the place I'm most familiar with, and that's lovely. It's nice. So yes, still, Kia, so We're here yeah. to talk about Florida and only Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, this is a whole Florida interview. I've <laughs> listen, I've been to Fort Lauderdale. I feel like that was a fair representation. Um, so props to you uh, and with the brilliant, the brilliant performance. Uh, and thank you for joining us. Oh gosh. Yeah. Thank you. So I loved meeting you at the premiere and I loved just getting to know that Madison was on the horizon. What has it been like to see the reaction now that your episodes out in the world and the characters out in the world? It's um, really wild. It's so fun to see how people are reacting to this. The relationship with Madison and Wong is like, I felt it when I was working on this show, I was like, Oh, I love him so much. And I think that kind of comes across because <laughs> I'm truly obsessed with him. And so I'm just happy to hear that people are, are liking that. Oh, it's kind of, it's a lot. I'm not used to like being on Twitter as much as like I really want to be. And so I'm like, Ooh, it's fun. I, I could tell you look like you're a happy person. So it, it makes sense that you're not on Twitter too much. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> on, on doing what we all can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, were, were you, uh, were you like a big Marvel fan before this at all? Or did, did you dive into MCU stuff when you got the role? I kind of both. I'm, I was always a fan of everything I saw, like um, Avengers and 
Thor movies and there was, and I was really into um, WandaVision and I didn't know that much about the world though. I feel, but now that when I got it, I was like, Oh God, I got, Oh God, this is and somebody would know, you know, I would tell like a family member secretly, like, you know, my mom, you know, don't, please don't come for me, Marvel. Um, my mom <laughs> about this and, and, you know, they would react she would react like, whoa. And I'd be like, oh my God, so I have to know so much. There's a lot. There's a lot. But I love homework and I am like so into it. Like I'm I'm going like the chronological. I like I'm obsessed now with everything. Uh I love it. I, we had Steve Coulter on here uh, two weeks ago and he told us that when he got cast, they sent like a Marvel Universe welcome basket. Did you get one of those? <gasps> oh my God. I just started the Civil War. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Way to go. Wow. Wow. They sent it to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it's in my, my dad's yeah. new family. <laughs> in Phoenix, yeah. So we we now know your kind of Marvel history. We got to know what about the Sopranos? Did you watch that, or did you just spoil yeah. it for yourself? No, I knew about that. <laughs> I knew about that. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a big deal. <laughs> has the spoiler um, window uh, the, the spoiler window on the Sopranos has passed by now? I would I mean. think so. It's people are coming for it, like it's. But yeah, somebody wrote like it's it was 15 years ago. We can't be mad about that now. Yeah, yeah. 15 years, y'all. I'm well, saying. Yeah. There's been a prequel movie. So, it's all it's yeah. all fair game. Yeah. I think that's like the line. Yeah, yeah. prequel movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I Yeah, I don't know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Aaron, you're muted. Oh. I didn't hit anything. Oh, I've been let out. There we go. Uh, you're living most Marvel fans' dreams, getting to drink with Benedict Wong and sit there and pretend to watch stuff on the couch. How was it right. working with him and forming that bond? It it was a, like I I could feel the energy of every Marvel fan's dream coming true in those moments because he's just so cool and great and. Uh, you know, I had seen Dr. Strange and I was already very like in love with his character and him. It was truly so much fun improvising with him too, because I mean, the writing is incredible on this episode. I mean, the whole show I think is so well-written, but we got to improvise that, um, tag at the end and just going back and forth with him. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. He's oh, cool. a plus, 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 plus human. Love him. He seems so like much. a good dude. Well, so yeah. kind of going off of that, some people are already, since the episode dropped, kind of shipping Madison and Wong. Like, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Did it, did it Wong's, did Wong, was Wong married? He have a girlfriend? He had a girlfriend, right? Before? And she died or something? Yeah, she, she died in the second movie. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm. So wait, does shipping mean that like that like that there's more than just like that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, Romantic, romantically. Yeah. yeah. That, you really mean. aren't on Twitter. <laughs> okay. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know. Um 
people want to see them uh, be more than friends. Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. There's some people. Some people are arguing strongly against it as well, saying this is this is just friends. So. I'm so open to seeing what (laughs) it could ever be. You know, like if it is just friends, or if it is, you know, he's. I don't know. I don't have a strong opinion on that yet because just like, I just like to see how things develop. Speaking of developing, any chance you get, we get Madison and Megan the Stallion hanging out at any point later in the series, anytime. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I I would love that. Things like the Megan the Stallion cameo from from last week's episode is that stuff that gets kept from you as a secret and you find out when the show airs, or do you get kind of a little bit more information even from some of the episodes you might not be a part of? I did get some little info um, nuggets. It's so hard to not talk about the things before anyone sees them because you're like, <laughs> like anytime anyone's like you know her name comes up, I'm like before you know last week. Um, yeah, I got to find out about that. That was cool. That's cool. But That's cool. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen though the episodes that are coming up and I'm just so excited. I don't, I'm geeking out about this show. I'm like finding it so entertaining and wonderful. Well, cool. so kind of going off of that, um, what was it like working alongside Tatiana? Cause I know most of your scenes with her was she was in her She-Hulk form in the motion capture suit. So like, what was that experience like? That was really something new. I've never worked directly with someone who's, well, I was, I was kind of um, starstruck with everyone I worked with on this show, to be honest. But sitting with her when I first got there, she was just so down to earth and, and really fun. We just had a great chemistry immediately um, with Wong Tu. And she was in, you know, the mocap like dots. And, but we just kind of, you kind of forget about it after you first get adjusted to like, oh, there are dots. I'm acting with dots. Um, it was interesting. Uh, but it, I, I love weird, new, interesting experiences. So I liked it. And she was, phenomenal. I see uh, a fun question from Julian Castorita in our comment section. And he said, so we have to know, does Camartage have the dopest bar in the MCU? Where do you think Madison would rather get a drink? Bruce's bar in Mexico or inside of Camartage? Okay. Honestly, some just... of those drinks Wong was talking about sounded the yak good. Yak milk? Yak milk. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's either, either going to be hit or miss. Is it? I'm stoked on yak milk. I really got to try it now. Um, <laughs> uh, I would. Okay. So in Comertage, there needs to be like a really nice setup. Like it's just like it has the vibe of like a really nice bar cart. So I would want to start there and have like a pregame. Mm. and you know just whip up some new fun cocktails yak milk included and then see where the line takes us you know like (laughs) i feel like with uh the powers we could go places and then we could end up at bruce's 
Bruce Banner's yeah, bar. That's true. You know, um, like a bar like crawl. Limit. Yeah, it's a bar crawl. You start yeah. at Comertage and then you head to. Yo, a bar crawl Yo. with Wong would be like the like you literally would never have to wait in any lines. That, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I can't I'm, do lines. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. You did. You did get to you, your character. Madison went through went through a portal to a little hellish area. It sounded like emerged mm-hmm. with a still beating heart. Uh, <laughs> listen, we all uh, this, this is some deep cut Marvel stuff. We all. We all know that means Mephisto. We we know we've we've I don't know if the name Mephisto means anything to you. But when you read that bit about making a deal with a demon, six drops of blood, uh, somebody in this hellish dimension talking to you, do you ask questions like, "Wait a second, what does this mean?" Like, do you is there more to that story that you know of? I I think I was so in char- the character mode. That I was like, okay, well, I went there and I like was like, you guys, what's up happening? And then are there drink like truly like are there drinks here? And then what's I I is a I didn't know where I was going. Mephisto, is that how you say it? That's it. Yeah. That's it. Mephisto sounds fun. <laughs> our our goal is just to get every guest on the show to say Mephisto, uh, and it's. Are you guys some... trying to like dig it? Like, is this supposed to? Are you well, trying no. to get, like trending? Well, see, here's I, the thing, I mean, Mephisto. An, I'm not trying. To, I'm just. I'm want to know. Well, so back in like WandaVision, there was like yeah. everything, every, especially like new rock stars, shout out to new rock stars. I'm a big fan of their channel, but every theory was that Mephisto was a part of the story. And then like Spider-Man No Way Home right. trailers came out and we were like, oh, you know, the, the, this must be a Mephisto thing. And now uh, She-Hulk has done like a whole demon thing and we're all like, oh, it's Mephisto. So of course, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of the last remaining person pushing this, this theory, <laughs> but, uh, but we had to, we always like, we got Simu Liu to say Mephisto on here back when he was on the show. And that, I don't even know You're how he could like possibly. going to edit together everyone yes, saying Yes, exactly. <laughs> or trying yeah. to get everybody who could possibly be an Avenger, meet an Avenger to say Mephisto. And then one day they're going to do a Mephisto story. Okay. And Patty, you're going to remember this day on phase zero and you're going to be like, that son of a gun. <laughs> really took that and ran. It was a life mission. <laughs> I, listen, Mephisto. someone's got to do it. Well, the world today woke up obsessed with Madison. I mean, we are all obsessed with her. We love her. We want her back. Can you tease anything about your future? Might we be seeing you again? Are you allowed to say? I don't. <laughs> that's fair that's fair i don't um, know so yeah <laughs> i I'm, I'm, after this discussion i want to see a madison like youtube show where she's like making uh, cocktails and like and, and marvel characters yeah, guests. I know. that's my pitch i'm I saying am, here i'll tease that i am working on a signature cocktail spelled s-y-g-n-n-a-t-u-r-e signature with so, two ends, one Y, and we will somewhere in there. <laughs> Not where you think. <laughs> we, will, <laughs> we will end it with this. If you could, if you could reprise the role of Madison, just for fun, uh, and and see your character, have a drink, maybe watch another HBO Max series uh, with any superhero, anybody from the Marvel universe, whether it's the actor or the character. Who would you want to? Who would you want to see Madison parked on the couch with? 
I already told Jenna about this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's such a great story. I want you to tell everybody. <laughs> So. I already drank with all the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I swear so, I'll be the most jealous person in the world. <laughs> I mean, that would be amazing. Somebody wrote Howard the Duck. That sounds great. Oh, that sounds great too. Um, but I told Jenna this. I uh, It's Chris Hemsworth as Thor. And it's because, well, he honestly is very fun. He's very, very fun. But I live in his, this is his old apartment. And like literally this unit. And so um, I get his mail. I still get his mail. <laughs> and so I want to like go and open it with him. Cause I think it's like Christmas cards from like years ago. So I love to just like have some cocktails and open his mail with him. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Listen, we can can also, yeah. There are so many. There are so many I want to meet. I actually, I wanted to, I, I, sorry, I know I said that was the last thing. I saw one of our coworkers, Evan Valentine. I don't know if he was just messing around or not, but he said on Twitter today, he was an extra on She-Hulk and he was on set for one of the days that you had to deliver the line. Madison, two ends with the Y, not where you think. And he said he heard it more times than he ever thought he would in his life. How many times <laughs> did you have to recite that line? And was it like, how do you keep like the energy? Because it's hilarious. I mean, the, the, the delivery, you're like so entertaining on the show. How many times did you have to do that over and over again with the same energy? Hmm. I think it was five. It was probably, <laughs> no, I don't know, 20 <laughs> Each time. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what's so interesting about this show, though, I did have to say that line in two in different scenes. And in the courtroom scene, uh, they're, you know, when she's in the She-Hulk, you do it many, many times because you're doing it for the scene with Tatiana. You're doing it with... Um, her awesome, um, her awesome stand-in. And then you're doing it with like a silver ball. You know, you're doing all the technical parts too. So at points I felt like the only human in a room of like robots just being like this girl. And I think it kind of added to it probably because I was like, what's happening? <laughs> you start to feel very delirious in it. I think it worked. Well, it sounds like you had a really good time and that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, we, we appreciate you coming on the show today. We appreciate your work on She-Hulk. It was an absolute blast to watch. We had so much fun watching it uh, and, uh, and and talking to you today. So thank you, Patty, for joining us and congrats on being part of the MCU. I hope this is a fun, fun journey for you. Thank you. Cheers to that. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. It's so nice to meet you all. A, a Wonger's <laughs> Supreme over there with the whatever, I forget what his, gin and tonic, right? Tonic, yeah, yeah. In honor of Wongers. Yeah. Patty, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to continue the show. You're welcome to close out the browser and you will, you will disappear like a, into another dimension again. So thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you. Well, that was super amazing. fun. That was amazing. Uh, oh I just gosh. love your to have our own show. I'm saying, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just saying if we got to see that journey into whatever dimension <laughs> she went to, uh, it could be pretty, f everyone else gets a spinoff. 
Where's the Madison? Give her. There were people in the chat who were saying she should just do like a drunk history of the MCU. Yeah, and like now I need that to happen. That would be amazing. That would be funny, man. Give her. Yeah, uh, yeah, that would be the little slow one shots with Madison. Best best supporting guest star Emmy Award 2023 goes to uh, uh, Patty Guggenheim. All right. We got a little bit left in the show. I love having special guests, but that means we have a little bit less time to talk about spoilers and all that stuff amongst ourselves. So for the next 10 minutes, you're with us to talk about She-Hulk episode four spoilers, reactions all around. Aaron, you're at the top of the screen. What did you think? Uh, Probably like it's really settled into a groove. It's very, very comedic. It was very silly. Like when she there, she's like, oh, look, Wong is back. I just started cracking up. Like the show is very, very, very fun. Also, if you've ever spent a lot of time in Los Angeles, the magicians, the freaking theater <laughs> they're in. I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is absolutely a blast. So I'm having fun. And also now we're all the same. We're yep. all the same. Yes. Everyone's flying blind now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. <laughs> I hate it here. I'm already <laughs> dreading having to like stay up until two o'clock in the morning to watch the episodes live. I'm just like, ah, I liked having a normal night's sleep. Now I won't have that anymore. Well, I hate it. I yeah. want the preview episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, what do you think of today's episode? Oh my god, I loved it. Uh, it was so funny. It was so silly. It's it's like I said. I keep saying this every week, but especially this week, it just feels like a sitcom. It feels like TV in in a way that none of these shows have felt. So um, uh, on my other podcast, Hollywood Hollywood already did it. <laughs> compared it to Night Court, and I recommend listening to that because it is it, it, this show is like Night Court on acid, and it's I love it. Um, I do have a quick rant though. Can I give a quick classic Jamie rant? Honestly, if um, you don't, we'll be mad. Yeah, great. Um, and it is the way like Matcher was clearly supposed to be Tinder. Um, and let me tell you, I have some problems with how this is portrayed. I am not ashamed to admit that I spent many years on Tinder. And first of all, the fact that it, the, it's a numbers game. Yeah, that's true. If you're a dude, if you're a woman, you can't just do that because that's how you get murdered. Uh, you uh, women don't just do this. Women read the profiles. They they calm it down. You don't just like you, that's not how it works. Also, I'm sorry, but if you look like Tatiana Maslany, you're not getting one match every other day. That's insane. <laughs> Especially if you're doing that game. Swipe, 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 swipe. You're going to have a thousand matches. That's just logic. Also, um, I'm sorry also, but if you, I believe that She-Hulk got a lot of, uh, got a lot of likes cause you know, she's hot as She-Hulk as well. But if you hook up with She-Hulk and you wake up the next day and she looks like Tatiana Maslany and you're like, Oh, actually I gotta go. You're insane because you're getting two hotties for the price of one. And you're just gonna bounce like that. That is some BS and I don't buy it for a second. Uh, and that is my only complaint about this episode is that I don't buy any of the way this online dating was portrayed. Tatiana slash She-Hulk, are you kidding me? I would be like, this is the greatest day of my life. I have, I'm living amazingly. Uh, but otherwise, uh, amazing episode. Great stuff. Good job. How, In how many summary. fish did you see? How many fish did you see during your time on the battlefield there, Jamie? Oh my God, a lot. But I, that is how I got my first ever girlfriend. I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, but weirdly, I met Tony at a movie theater. So in the end, <laughs> it didn't do anything for me. <laughs> Jenna, good luck. <laughs> I know. I just have to say, Jamie, thank you for saying what like Shulky Twitter has been saying all morning of like, if you wake up after dating She-Hulk and Tatiana Maslany is there making you breakfast, like you are absolutely crazy to just leave. You better but, have like, the Hulk reaction of being like, I see this as an absolute win. 
exactly. I mean, I this episode and episode three are like my favorites because they are the most reflective of just She-Hulk's vibe. It is this crazy legal comedy, this action-packed thing, but also this like just character story of who Jen is as a person. And it's like, we get all three of those in such a fun way in this episode. I'm glad that you mentioned Evan because he had kind of told me that he was an extra in this episode. So he was not making that up because I like, I had heard through the grapevine a couple things about this episode and like just seeing it in actuality Donnie Blaze was amazing the whole running gag with that when his lawyer starts doing magic during the trial that has been living rent free in my head for the past month like there are so many moments that are just so silly so much fun I'm just so excited to see more in summary we all love Tatiana Maslany yes that's 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 the only point there uh i this is my favorite episode so far i i think this show is super super fun and refreshing and the fact that we don't have like these world ending stakes is so fun it's the the show's hilarious most of the humor does work for me um and i think that the way that this episode ends it works really well for propelling the show forward like it gives you that emotional beat of like well yes it is unrealistic or just stupid and maybe not unrealistic i'm sure something like that could happen uh there's some there's some you know, like idiots out there who might just see Tatiana was and be like, all right, I'm out of here. But um, like it, 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 for the sake of the scene and what they were trying to do, it does kind of show us where she's at, why she feels that way, why she feels insecure as Jen. And she's going to start feeling more secure as she Hulk. And it's like, you know, learning to build uh, the relationship, I guess, between the two as one single individual person is going to be an interesting thing to follow. And she's going to have to be confident as Jen and she Hulk and kind of get them to be the same. But I think that's a good, character story like that's real this is her origin story it's not just about getting superpowers it's about learning to be she hulk and not lose jen walters so i really i think that that's you know for the sake of the story i i i like how they ended the episode with the kind of that emotional gut punch where we're all like damn we love this girl what's wrong with you bro so uh, yeah yeah um, i agree that I agree with that. Yeah, and I agree with everything you said. I I, I understand that like, it doesn't seem realistic. I get what they were going for at the same time. Uh, you know, it's the MCU. Not everything is going to be realistic. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. It's not like <laughs> goblins coming out of alternate dimensions. Yeah, it's one guy doesn't want to. Honestly, goblins coming through a portal fine woman being eight feet tall and green cool but swiping on tinder no also i feel like goblins coming out of a portal is just tinder that's just an alternate name (laughs) (laughs) listen we've all been there we've all been there um you gotta wonder though are we the goblin or are we the she-hulk i'm not sure oh sometimes i wonder uh anyway Um, All right, uh, Jenna, we don't have any notes about this, but I know Uh you're a human encyclopedia, (laughs) Professor Jenna. Like, uh, I love your, if you have not been watching Jenna's uh, She-Hulk breakdown videos on the YouTube channel, they are phenomenal. Like, they're really, really good. And shout out, Jenna, for those. Um, If you haven't watched it, your class is in session. You're in luck, but you should still go watch it after this and hit a thumbs up both on this video uh, slash podcast and on the other video on the YouTube channel and subscribe because we love you for it. But Jenna, what did you catch in this episode that you think we need to talk about? Well, first of all, thank you for complimenting my videos. I'm very curious to see how they're going to work when we don't have screeners. Like starting next week when I'm going to have to make these videos, it's going to be a very interesting process that I am very excited and terrified for. Um, 
we spoke about the Mephisto of it all. I I know Brandon and I are both had canoning that it is Mephisto. I like the idea of Jake the Goat being Mephisto just for the the hell of it. The biggest Easter egg in terms of She-Hulk stuff that we got in the episode was on Jen's to-do list when she's like just about to set up her Tinder profile at work. It like scrolls through a hundred things on the list and then you see like certain names on court cases and it's like my brain was laser focused the very first time I watched it and I'm like, oh my God, I know all of those names that are right there because Stan Lee is mentioned. Um, Kraft is mentioned, which that's David Anthony Kraft, who co-created Jen and wrote all of the Savage She-Hulk run. People attribute that run to Stan Lee, but it's really David Anthony Kraft. And then there's John Byrne and Charles Soule, who wrote like the later She-Hulk runs. And so it was just a nice little Easter egg that if you like were laser focused for a second, you got rewarded in that. Um, but yeah, like there isn't a whole lot in terms of Easter eggs this episode. It's more just like just seeing what could be happening next. Like I said this in my video and I'm curious what you guys think. I have a very weird vibe about Todd in in like her little dating sequence. The one guy who's like, oh, you're you're indestructible. You can be pierced by vibranium, right? Like I, I think the vibe is off. I think there's way more to him than meets the eye. The actor who plays him, John Bass, has been listed in like every single press release for this show, like since it since filming wrapped. And so I feel like there's way more of him that we're gonna get Ooh. beyond this episode. And I'm curious what y'all think about that, because something seems up. He's the one that called her a specimen. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. And yeah. I think you are so on the money. Yeah. I think he could be working quite closely with the leader. Yes, that is kind of my head headcanon. I also have thought, I'm like, he, you could like, you could conceivably say that he might be like Tim Blake Nelson's son or like somebody related to him. That's, like, that comment was just dropped in by uh, <laughs> awesome. Auntie Indy. Awesome. Yeah, that's that just a theory I've had in fun. my head for months. In particular, like there's a there's a group that leader reads, leads in the comics. It's called the Intelligentsia, which is just like leader and Modoc and just a bunch of like weird science bros nerds. just kind of nerds just being like and in, in certain <laughs> she-hulk comics they're almost taken into like an incel sort of territory and so it's like i would not be surprised if that is the direction that we might end up going here like i would not be surprised if that's what todd ends up being but we'll and we see. do know modok is coming to quantumania too yeah a uh, normal person in mcu is talking about vibranium at like dinner table conversation like yeah. no <laughs> Stop. That's just us. That's for us non-MCU people. <laughs> exactly. Who yeah. don't have anything else to talk about. I'm not going to lie. I'm talking about vibranium over dinner. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I am. Thousand percent. Uh, all right. Anything else here in the comments section? I do want to see the Wrecking Crew return. I want to see kind of the antagonists really start to show their face. I hope this isn't a situation like Hawkeye where like the leader shows up uh, at, in episode nine where, you know, we had the Kingpin reveal at the very end and we were all speculating. I also hope it's not a situation where we are writing something better than what the show turns out to be, uh, <laughs> like we did with WandaVision. Uh, WandaVision was great, but the ending of WandaVision, we all had some <laughs> theories that were that we were like, you know what, that could have been a little bit better at the end. I'm just I need, saying. I need people to screen cap James' faces. <laughs> Everybody had a better version of Quicksilver than Ralph Boner. Everybody did. That's the kind of thing can I'm I, talking about, not WandaVision say, as a whole. I still have a theory about that. Can I just say I tangentially right tied it. to that? The amount of people who looked at the Donnie Plays poster in the San Diego trailer oh, yeah. and snowballed that into like Ghost Rider confirmed. And it's like, I, I saw several tweets this morning that were like, this is Ralph Boner 2.0. How dare you? You misled us. We thought How we were getting dare. Ghost Rider. <laughs> this nope. is not the same thing. Let this man be. It's it's not his fault that his character is very closely named to two Ghost Riders. Like mm -hmm. that just, I, I was so frustrated when I saw that because it's like, you, how 
how would Ghost Rider have worked in this show too? Like that would have just been like a really weird left turn for them to take like four episodes in. I just was very baffled by that. Also learn how to count because in that uh, <laughs> yeah. poster, you could clearly see that the letters in the first name were less than the letters of uh, yeah. Johnny. So yeah. uh, if you're really mad about that, I will accept anger over Ralph Boner because I think <laughs> I also didn't like that, but I still have my theories and I'm going to stick with them. But uh, please calm down. Are you kidding? One of was great. Listen, but we all that ending. I'm, I stand by it. The show was better than its finale. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. The finale wasn't bad either, <laughs> but the show was incredible and it was better than its finale. That's all. And most I'll say that about pretty much every Disney Plus show so far. I think I don't know that any of the shows have been like they've been great. And then the finale comes and it's like, all right, well, that was fine. That was fine. I love you, Jamie. I love you. Hey, hey. I love all someone, of you. Someone's going to Photoshop press X to doubt even over Jamie's face. Y'all see that she said even Brandon, like it needs to play just because we all are unsure. Uh, we love you, BD. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all are going to show up to D23 and it's just going to be like the sharks and the jets just like snapping at each other. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, Black Loki 3000 forces. Brandon is a finale hater. Who's hating? Listen, I'm not hating. <laughs> you can't even criticize anything anymore my goodness oh miss marvel did have a good finale julia i'll i'll, I'll say that I'll, yeah. I'll agree all right we do have to wrap up is there anything else we want to talk about on today's episode before we wrap it up for the day i will say aaron brought it up like the fact that we're now all flying blind is so exciting and so terrifying like i i love genuinely knowing like outside of we are getting daredevil at some point we are getting leapfrog frogman whatever we're going to call him at some point i love not knowing what's going to come next like that is just so exciting can we all do one shot in the dark prediction <laughs> for saturday just on the way out the most harebrained one we can Ooh. possibly do oh brandon davis casts nova there we go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You get to the press line and Foggy's like, you're interviewing yourself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I know. I'm not Nova anymore. No. Oh, I just lost the role, guys. I was that close. All I had to do was keep my mouth shut. Um, for me, uh, Sam Rockwell rock, uh, walks on stage. Armor Wars, the return of Justin Hammer. Jamie's trying to actually explode in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely shocked you didn't say like Wanda Trilogy. Well, I've, I've said it enough. I have, to, I have to mix it up, you guys. I can't I'm, be predictable. Fair. I'm going to do it for her. Jamie sits down in the press conference and it's just literally Elizabeth Olsen sitting next to her and a sunglasses and a, and a scarf. Like. <laughs> I think my long shot, my more realistic long shot is they announced something that Thanos will be a part of. Oh. Uh, no. Okay. What? I don't is know. It one, just, is it a kid named Thanos or is it actually Thanos? No, it's Thanos Thanos. <laughs> Thanos, Thanos. That's a callback. Uh, all right, y'all. This was a super fun show. Thank you, everybody, for being a part of today's show. Huge thanks to Patty Guggenheim. Madison with two ends and a Y, but it's not where you think. I was going to, if we had more time to rehearse, I was hoping all four of us could get like a little shimmy. But <laughs> I was in such a hurry because of the traveling and everything. But uh, so we didn't get to it. But maybe next week we'll find a way to do a tricky little intro like that. Uh, but anyway, all right. That's our show, everybody. Saturday, we will have a bonus episode live from D23 as quickly after the panel as we can do it. So make sure you're subscribed to the Phase Zero channel on YouTube and turn on notifications so that you know when we're going live. We will be doing it live. Uh, Jamie and I are both going to be in Anaheim. Aaron, you're invited to come join us. Uh, Jenna is going to be joining us from Chicago. 
we're going to get it all figured out and uh, have a live show. And that's going to be available in podcast form as well. And we will brag about who was the rightest in their predictions. <laughs> Probably none of us and all of us at the same time. Uh, Aaron, any last words for today's show? No, just follow me at some like Hornet. This was so much fun. Madison cooking with flow episode. Jamie Um, like I said before check out my other podcast Hollywood already did it because uh, this latest episode all about Night Court you're going to be very surprised uh, how much that show helped pave the way for She-Hulk it's pretty cool Jenna go follow me on Twitter at HeyIt'sJennaLynn and go read some She-Hulk comics like I said name dropping all the creators there's so many great ones for you to read do it go read some comics I just now got Aaron's baby Thanos joke Our show. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on Saturday for our bonus episode. Much love.